Hello, Amber. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, welcome to the Imperial Wrestling Podcast. You are joined tonight with my co-host, Kimmy. Hi. Hello. Hi, Kimmy. Thanks for having me on. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yes, we can hear you great. Uh, Amber Nova, I'm going to introduce to fans a little bit about your background real quick, if you don't mind. I don't. Go go right ahead with the introduction. That would be fantastic. Okay, Imperial Wrestling Podcast fan, check this out. Amber Nova was once a Champ 7 Pro Wrestling Champion, an Orlando Pro Wrestling Female Champion, Riot Pro Wrestling Champion. I believe in wrestling. The AWA Florida Tag Team Champions with Axe Clover, Intense Wrestling Entertainment Champion, and then United States Championship Wrestling uh, title holder one time as well. Am I correct in all this? Mostly correct, except for the Champ 7. That is not correct. I wrestled a show for them, but uh, didn't win a title there. Um, Most of the other ones were correct, yes. I think you're missing a few titles, if anything, but just that first one was wrong. But thank you so much for keeping up with that. I'm also a world traveler, been going to many countries, and I'm a classic car driving badass. (laughs) That is fantastic. Well, I have to tell you that a lot of fans may know you from uh, Global Force Wrestling and Impact Wrestling, and I believe you did two shows with the NXT. Yes, I did. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. So we want to sometimes pro wrestling fans love to get into all the details of pro wrestling. What makes our podcast different is we want to talk about fun things, the real life personalities per se about superstars in and out of the ring. So we have a couple of fun questions we'd like to ask you tonight, if you don't mind. No, not at all. I have to ask you, we are big on charities. What is your favorite charity? Um, I'm big on wildlife and nature, um, tigers, uh, elephants. I actually drove the Kilimanjaro Safari Tour Guide um, bus in uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom when I very first moved to Orlando um, almost four or five years ago. And this was when I left my EMT job behind and um, just really big on conservation of learning about the rhino rhinos and the lions and the tigers and i've always loved wild animals so that was a really big experience for me at disney and so i would say wildlife preserve and now nature wow that's really cool thank you how many people know about that like i have this picture of me in like a little tarzan like jane kind of boots and hat costume and um, I did that just when I first moved to Orlando to start pro wrestling, before I even started really wrestling, and um, that was fun. I did that for a few months. I liked the perks of getting my family into the parks. Um, I know you've seen probably a lot of wrestlers love Disney, especially like just living right here in Orlando. Um, so that's a little something I don't think I've shared too much, and I don't even know if I've shared the photo, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. So how can our fans get involved with this type of charity? How can they partake in something like this? Um, there's plenty out there. I mean, there's not just like a specific one, but Disney, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom is big on that. If you guys search and look up their websites, just look up any wildlife reserve or conservation when it comes to any type of animal you're in love with, like tigers or rhinos or elephants. There's just so many out there. And um, I know like the big thing right now people are talking about is um, the, is it the Tiger King? Is that correct? Oh, I was um, going to ask you if you saw it. <laughs> yes. I actually have not seen it. 
it. Um, my sister did, and she told me a little bit of sad stuff about it. So I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to watch it. It's going to probably upset me if there's any harmful things to the tigers. Or she told me how, you know, when the tigers were getting too big to take care of, when they were costing, you know, thousands of dollars a day just to feed or thousands of dollars a month just to feed, that then they would kill them when they get to a certain amount of pounds and weight because they couldn't afford to feed them. And and it's just so terrible and things like that. Just, I don't know if I want to watch it. If it, it might just be a little sad. I am very interested to watch it. I haven't yet. Um, I actually went to the Big Cat Wild Rescue out in somewhere out towards Dade City, I think it is. Um, just uh, two years ago on my birthday. This past year on my birthday, I was in South Africa. So yeah, it was the birthday before. And I went because I've always wanted to see tigers and be able to pet a baby cub um, and get really up close with it, like more than I was at Disney. And uh, it was um, not what I expected that Dade City one. I'm just going to be honest with people. Um, I think it should probably get checked out because it looked like a shack and kind of rednecky someone's backyard. It wasn't like these tigers were in these small cages. They said, oh, we have big fields for them to roam around in. It just didn't look like that. Um, you know, I know you're supposed to have like certain requirements to own a tiger and like have plenty of land and food. But this place just wasn't like it was gonna be um they did have like some PETA signs uh things like that so I know that it was a little sketchy I'll be honest um and I went there and this was before this all came out and apparently that's the exact place that this Tiger King um talks about with uh Carol I guess her name is I mean I don't I could have met her if that's the place (laughs) that I went to then that might have been the woman that I met in the office I mean she was polite and nice but as far as the upkeep of the place, it just, it, I don't even know how they have proper work permits, to be honest. It just doesn't look like a proper zoo where they have to meet those requirements, you know? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it. So it's nice to hear someone who is actually cares about tigers and knows about them to say the same thing, because I don't know enough. And I, I was thinking that also, just watching the show. Okay, so, I mean, if, if you're ready, I think we can move on to the next question. Yeah. Um, so, you just out of the way, <laughs> what is your most embarrassing moment, in or out of the ring, just in general? Oh, man. So, I actually, you guys sent me a little bit of the question just to get familiar with before the interview. Um, well, like, I, I was researching some of your recent podcasts and what you guys normally do. I, I like to always follow up with what people do before I do mine. I did not know. Um, so I asked my sisters. We have this sister group chat on Snapchat, and it's just my sisters and me, and they called it the Amber Alert. They're always ragging on me about stuff. So I knew they would have some good embarrassing stuff, and uh, one of them was this past year I totally forgot about. I was riding a bike, and I rode my bike right into a parked car and just wiped it out. I was on my phone or trying to fix my earbud or something, and I was going, I don't know, pretty fast, and I just ran into this parked car, um, and a guy did see me, and he asked if I was okay, and it was brutal. I have so many uh, embarrassing moments my sisters would probably share. Um, that's outside the ring. Inside the ring, um, oh, I'm sure there's been one or two inside the ring. Uh, hmm. I have fallen. I have slipped, I've fallen, you know, I've messed up here and there, but I always just recover the best I can when I'm, you know, in the fight. But I don't know, I can't think of too much. Um, Maybe if I've fallen or slipped, as far as I can think. 
So the amber alert, you should make that a new finishing move. <laughs> no, I, love that. I get that all the time. People think like the amber alert, that'd be a good thing. I'm like, yeah, I don't really think it is. Because then you kind of turn it into more of a joke when it's such a serious subject. Um, mm. And I could just see families maybe being offended. Um, so my finishing moves are like the Nova driver is my wheelbarrow stunner. Um my tune-up where I head scissor their head into the corner turnbuckle, the tune-up Nova driver, uh, Nova lock. Like I have little um, keywords for my moves here and there, but no, I've heard of the Amber lot a few times. If anything, I would go more with uh, Amber abs. I get that a lot. (laughs) I like it. I like it. So moving forward, what is your favorite snack? Do you have to have something when you're on the road? You must have something in your pantry. What is that favorite snack that you have to have? Ooh, snacks. Um, I love chocolate. I'm huge on chocolate like anyone. But on the road, it's not like a, I need to have chocolate on the road or anything like that. That's like a home thing. Um, I eat pretty healthy, honestly. Uh, I like carbs. I really like bread. Um, I guess if I'm on the road and I'm doing shows... I have to have a, a sandwich. I need some carbs in me, some bread. Um, that gets me going. I eat turkey, chicken, fish, just just that type of protein, no other meat. Um, and uh, I eat pretty healthy vegetables, fruits are the snacks I go to. Um, let's see, I love pizza. I love Chinese food. Um, I don't know. I eat pretty healthy, though. But for a show or match, like I, I definitely need to have like some carbs in my in my diet like uh I don't have a I'm not like picky I don't have to have something I can make do with what I can and obviously when I I traveled to these other countries this past year like London South Africa like I got done wrestling in my shows and everything's closed like come 11 o'clock at night 10 o'clock people are shutting down everything come 11 there's nothing so I mean I get done wrestling at shows 11 midnight and I'm hungry and there's nothing open um so I just have to like kind of prepare ahead of time, um, which that was something I learned. But um, food, yeah, I eat pretty healthy. Nothing too picky. Well, that's fantastic. Okay. All right. Next, moving right along. Um, what, what would you say is the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome? Mm. Um. It's between a few things. Um, I would say bullying. Like, I was bullied a lot when I was younger, and then bullying again with wrestling happens. But just moving, I think that and I moved away um, from my family and friends, and I moved completely alone. I left my career job as an EMT behind to pursue professional wrestling, and I wanted to do modeling, and these were always dreams and um, aspirations I have. And that was really difficult to leave my family. I have a very close, big family and I came all by myself and I, I left a career job behind not knowing, Hey, is this going to work out? Um, and it's been, I've been blessed enough to say that it has. And I just want to encourage other people to believe in themselves as well, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be where I am. And you know, everyone thinks, Oh, I could never do that. Or I could never do this. And that's what I used to think. And, um, then I saw these younger women in wrestling that inspired me. Um, so the biggest obstacle I've overcome is, is having to take that leap of faith and leaving everything I've ever known and just to jump into something that I don't by myself just because I loved it so much. Um, 
and you know what a lot of people like you don't want to live with regret you always wonder what if and it's worth the journey even if it's not the destination you get to it's just worth the journey and that's what life is about is just experiences so that's that was the biggest obstacle for me um just having to do that all by myself Wow, that's great. You know, and one thing I think a lot of wrestling fans don't realize is like we see mainstream, we see all the glorification that comes on TV and all the magazine covers. We see all the the glory and success. I don't think fans really realize the grunt work and uh, the major amount of energy and ups and downs and uh, just the total sacrifice that it takes coming up through the independent scenes in wrestling. Um, absolutely. It takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of determination. And I've always had that drive about me. And um, yeah, you have to have a lot of drive and people don't realize just how hard it is. You know, as much as you put in, you'll get out. But, you know, if you want to be a top competitor in the ring with your opponents, you need to be fit like an athlete. You need to work out. Uh, training was brutal on me at first. You know, I was I was an EMT transporting patients, paralyzed patients, too. So when I started wrestling, I was hitting my head and my neck at first. Didn't know how to protect myself. Wasn't sure how to do things. And I was learning all of my, just all my own at, at first. And it was, like, brutal. Like, my neck hurt really bad. It was hard to turn my neck at times. Um, really stiff. I mean, I had really, really great training. But that doesn't matter. Like at first, your body's not used to what you're putting it through, the pain and the discomfort you're putting it through. But um, luckily, I've had really, really great trainers who didn't last that long. And I learned very quickly how to protect myself and what to do. Um, But yeah, it's a lot of sacrifice and it's a lot of pain at first when you're not used to putting your body through that kind of thing. That's I applaud you and I really appreciate the incentive that you offered people about chasing their dream, leaving family and and going after uh, your dream. That's a challenge. A lot of people try to take the safe route. And I really appreciate that, especially having three daughters, that you could be an example and empower other women that you can do things if you really put an effort and you really want to pursue your dreams. Absolutely. Thank you. I, um, I have, you know, nieces and nephews and cousins and little ones that, um, I even train a 14 year old girl. I help train dojo and I want these young girls to, uh, believe in themselves and know that they can do anything like, you know, I'm the daughter of a mechanic. I change my own oil. I drive a badass classic car and most people don't think it's mine. And I'm a former EMT. I worked at Disney's Safari and drove a 32-foot diesel truck. And uh, I i mean, I'm a woman of many trades. Um, a jackass of many trades, I guess you would say. Is that even a word? Not jack of all trades, but if you're saying a woman, it'd be like S. You put the S at the end. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Did you think I said jackass? Well, <laughs> no. A absolutely. Jane. A Jane of all trades. I mean Jane of all I think I meant Jane of all trades. Okay, we can add that to embarrassing moments. I called myself a jackass. A Jane of all trades. I just say woman of all trades. But yeah, um, all these young women out there, they need to believe in themselves and then they can start their dreams even sooner and not have to spend those years doubting or not being sure that it's possible because it is. That's beautiful. Yes, thank you. Um, just just to lighten things up a little bit, how about um, a favorite music or artist that you have? That would absolutely be Bush. Um, my entrance song to the ring is Machine Head. 
by Bush, and I've seen them in concert a few times. I even met Gavin Rossdale um, at Earth Day birthday here in Orlando. We, uh, my dojo, the Team Vision dojo, we put on I Believe in Wrestling events, and the ring was right by his tour bus, and uh, he was out there watching us, and I got to meet him and so many other artists. Um, actually, Earth Day birthday um, a year ago, Chris Jericho's band Fozzie was there, and uh, there's like a photo of me and Chris and with my Nova. Wow. Um, yeah, I was I was able to show Chris my Nova, and he met some of us wrestlers, and we had the ring out there doing shows all day while the concerts were going on, all the bands. So um, Orlando's a it's a hot. Yeah, without question, I I feel like everything is coming through or in and out of Orlando in the world of professional wrestling these days. Absolutely. So, talking about your do your dojo, please. What is your workout regimen? What is the workout routine? What do you do with these up and coming wrestlers? How do you beat them up? Uh, how do I beat them up? Um. So, the Team Vision Dojo. It's is in Winter Park, and we we're supposed to have our grand opening um, this past month, but unfortunately, with the world circumstances, we've obviously canceled our events. And hopefully, our next event will be May 9th but our training at the dojo a lot of it is the same workouts um, that you see them doing at the performance center the same drills um, I mean I was I, tr I was trained by um, a few people that are in WWE you know Lindsay Dorado is one of them um, just Scott Hall Larry Zabisco Marty Jannetty Kevin Sullivan Soraya Knight wow. Eva Lee wow. Josh Woods uh, Low Key I mean the list just goes on of, of really great people in this in this business that come to the dojo and train and I get to learn from so many different styles and see what works for me um, yeah the training is absolutely the best training in the Florida scene outside of the WWE excellent well we are coming to the end of our show i'll have kimmy ask the last question um so we can get things wrapped up and you can get back to doing all the important things you need to do besides hanging out with us <laughs> on the imperial Rep podcast so amber what what is the greatest lesson you've ever learned in life that's a very difficult question isn't it um <laughs> it is. i um well, the best for last of course <laughs> and don't give me a nova driver because she asked <laughs> mm. um you know my parents uh raised me to be a very caring and honest and loving person and um they taught me great life lessons um i don't i just my greatest life lesson i've learned i don't think i've learned everything yet i mean even being an emt i just um being an EMT, like helping people, it's very important to help people and, you know, just caring about other people, helping them, being an honest and good person. It, it does matter. Um, I guess life, yeah, life can be short, but it can also be really great. It's just important to enjoy the, enjoy the ride and um, don't get caught up in what you're, a lot of people are unhappy in life and I think it's because they have these expectations of what life should be because they're comparing their life to what other people's lives are instead of just appreciating that moment in time what they do have um i don't know i i think i've learned some wisdom along my young years but uh i don't know what my greatest life lesson is yet that's that's a really difficult question 
Well, Amber Nova, uh, we are huge fans. Uh, we wish you the absolute best. I, I see many wonderful things unfolding for you. I believe you have an incredibly and ridiculously bright future. Uh, we are absolutely humbled and honored that you came on our show and answered a few questions for us. Um, thank you very much for joining Kim and I on the Imperial Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for having me. You guys rock. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great you night. Too. Bye-bye.